Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Tiffany Damscove, the Executive Director of Meals on Wheels East Texas. It's been a while, Tiffany. Great to have you back with us. Thank you, John. It's good to be here. Uh, don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Uh, not your first rodeo as far as InFocus is concerned. Several years ago, you joined um, John Moore, who was then the executive director of Meals on Wheels. And uh, you've kind of taken a little bit of a journey since then. You go back a long way with Meals on Wheels. But uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your connection to this agency and where you've been and how you got to where you are now. Well, I do have a long-standing connection with Mills on Wheels. They actually served my grandparents in Norman, Oklahoma, many years ago. And a few years back, I was given the opportunity to become the marketing and development director with Mills on Wheels. And I jumped on that opportunity because I realized the importance of the service. And then I did take a little journey. I went to work for the United Way as their two-on-one director for a short stint. And then the opening for executive director became available at Meals on Wheels. And I definitely wanted to take that opportunity and work with the team again. So you've been on this job since December, right? Yes. Okay, very good. Now that we know that, let's talk about Meals on Wheels. We've done a number of shows with Meals on Wheels over the years. A lot of it is the same as it was back in the day. Uh, if the wheel ain't broke, don't fix it. But wheels always need to be looked after. So um, let's just start with the basics. What is Meals on Wheels? Maybe a little bit of history if you want to throw that in. But your mission goals, what you set out to do day in, day out. Well, our mission has remained the same since 1973. We deliver nutritious meals, safety checks and a few other services so that older Americans and disabled citizens can remain in their homes longer, living fuller, healthier, more independently. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 1973, looking at your website, uh, there's a, some very interesting history there. You actually were uh, maybe kind of a spinoff or kind of inspired by the National Meals on Wheels program. Just for clarification, uh, are you an independent nonprofit? Uh, what exactly is your affiliation or connection with the National Meals on Wheels program? They help us with branding, but we are independent of the National Meals on Wheels organization. All right. Very good. Talking to Tiffany Damscove, Executive Director of Meals on Wheels East Texas. You are located in Tyler. You're on Robertson Road um, near the East Texas Food Bank and just down the road from Rudy's Barbecue and the TJC West Campus. Always very convenient landmarks there. Uh, it actually addresses 3001 Robertson Road in Tyler. Phone number is 903-593-7385. Should you choose to do a walk-in, they're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. And the website. Let's get that out there real early because that's really important with the work that you're doing meals on wheels etx.org um, the uh, mission of course delivering nutritious meals safety checks and other services that enable seniors and disabled citizens to remain in their own homes the three biggest threats to aging and your population is the disabled and the aging population but uh, focusing for now on the aging population, the three biggest threats are isolation, hunger, and safety, and you cover all of those. Yes, we do. We deliver four hot meals every week and a frozen meal with their hot meal on Thursday, and we visit them 
We either have a paid driver or a volunteer that visits them, and that gives us the ability to be the eyes and the ears of the family members who might not be able to visit them every day. So we're able to identify safety hazards or maybe changes in their health condition, and that's really important to make sure that they can remain in their homes and that they feel safe and their family members feel comfortable letting them stay in their homes longer. Over the years, I know that uh, when we've uh, interviewed your agency on this show, we've uh, had uh, some uh, stories of basically basically instances where uh, people were actually in distress and the Meals on Wheels uh, delivery person was able to call maybe 911 and get that person taken care of. So there are real-life scenarios where you can really uh, uh, that allow you to demonstrate where you've actually made a difference in that regard. We have many stories where volunteers or drivers have stumbled upon unsafe conditions and even people that have been unconscious. And we have trained our volunteers and our team to remain with them until emergency personnel arrives. So, yes, we have saved lives. Mills mm-hmm. and Wheels volunteers and staff have saved lives. It is about meals and a whole lot more, obviously. Now, food insecure seniors, and these are seniors who basically, what, can't guarantee that they'll get three square meals a day. Is that roughly the definition of that? They may not have access to cook their own meals or to right. they may not have a vehicle to drive to pick up their own meals, or they may just not be able to afford to purchase food. All right, but they're 60% more likely to experience depression, 53% more likely to report a heart attack, 52% more likely to to develop asthma, 40% more likely to experience congestive heart failure. So now we really get into the meat of some of the things that you're volunteer drivers are responsible for beyond just delivering those meals it is a huge responsibility but it is so important for people to receive nutritious meals each day and to have that visit with a a friendly familiar face and those nutritious foods also help improve the effectiveness of their medications and not everybody realizes that Mm -hmm. you have to have nutrition in your diet so that your medications work properly i did not know that and if i did it was just buried deep in my subconscious and uh, i'm reading over the notes that you gave me uh, ahead of time to kind of review what we were going to talk about during the day that kind of jumped out at me a lot of people don't realize that there are so many already uh, six minutes into the show so many angles so many aspects of what you do and why it's so important as we visit with tiffany damscove the executive director of meals on wheels east texas based and Tyler serving six counties which we'll go over in just a few moments. I'm John Sims and this is In Focus. Now we get into some familiar turf. Uh, how your agency is affected in a lot of the same ways, and your clients, obviously, in a lot of the same ways that other people are being affected these days. The cost of food and fuel, major factors in operating costs just here lately. It's hit you just as hard as anybody else. It absolutely has hit us hard. We have a 6,000-square-foot kitchen, and we prepare all those meals fresh daily. So we've had to absorb those costs of the rising cost of fuel and food but we also have 62 vehicles in our fleet and our drivers we have to maintain those vehicles with fuel and all the maintenance requirements that come along with having those in our fleet 
and volunteers you have a lot of volunteers a, a big staff about what 90 some odd people that work with you either full-time or part-time for yes. a paycheck but also very very heavily reliant on volunteers as all nonprofits are some of your volunteers are struggling right now that throws an extra monkey wrench into the works yes they are we have over 300 active volunteers across our six counties and they we have some that volunteer for us every day and as you can imagine that's really hitting them hard so one of the things we're trying to do right now is raise money to help our volunteers out with their fuel expenses mm -hmm. and raising money and recruiting volunteers very important yes. a couple of things we'll need to bookmark right now so we don't forget to get to those a little bit later on in the show but you've been busy 678,000 meals served in 2021 over 300 volunteers contributing over over 35,000 hours in 2021. So what I'm hearing is that's a lot, but you still need to be doing more if you possibly can. We need more volunteers across our six counties. We have 22 sites and we could utilize volunteers one day a week, one day a month, once a quarter. People can volunteer as a team um, with their business and it only takes an hour and a half to two hours depending on your route. And it you receive so much back in return very good and if you want to get in touch if you want to volunteer and a little bit later on we'll talk about how seniors find out if they qualify or disabled people for that matter um, your phone number is 903-593-7385 the address is 3001 robertson road in tyler you do do walk-ins eight to five you do encourage people to get in touch though first of all by either phone or on the internet and that website is mealsonwheelsetx.org what about social media and other ways of getting the word out there are lots of ways you can get a hold of us. We are on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and we have a wealth of knowledge and information on our website. And we have a monthly blog and newsletter that you can sign up for. And it gives just a lot more information through our website about different ways to give and volunteer excellent about 2600 clients currently served daily and these are hot meals served monday through thursday and then also and i know you've been doing this for a while a frozen meal is served on thursday they can warm up on friday for use friday and during the weekend yes and that um that schedule changed a few years back when the rising fuel cost hit us so we cut down our expenses by delivering only four days a week okay so monday through thursday and then the frozen meal being served on thursday so we're, we're current with that right yes okay. just so folks know because a lot of folks listening today they might uh need your services or have a loved one or a friend who needs your services as well uh you mentioned 22 sites across six counties let's basically go over the counties that you serve we serve wood county smith county greg county upshire county and van zant county and also henderson county and we're actually exploring harrison county okay. as adding a seventh county into our pool all right so growth is in the picture uh john sims on in focus this morning welcome if you're just joining us we're talking to tiffany damscove executive director of meals on wheels east texas based in tyler but again serving those six counties that we just mentioned uh crunching a few numbers here cost is eight dollars 22 cents per meal from kitchen to client and then the, the funding is a dollar 96 to 
$2.91 per meal. I guess you all know where we're going with this. You must make up the difference with donations, only a little over $2.3 million per year. So what do people do? They click that Donate button on your website. They can go to our website. They can send in a check. But, yes, we are looking for more monthly donations to help offset those rising costs. But that 822 from Kitchen to Client was prior to all the increases in fuel and food. Uh-huh. So we're doing a new study to see where exactly we are at um, our cost per meal. But we know it's a lot more than that now. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the last number that you have to work with. And I know that it's, it's a constant battle. I mean, uh, uh, with, with inflation and uh, right now, no end to that in sight, unfortunately. You just really have to stay on that case, I'm sure, all the time. Uh, you do have 62 vehicles, and that's good news. But you also have to be concerned with maintenance, fuel, registration, etc. That's a whole other uh, work detail for everybody, I guess. Yes, and our six, 62 vehicles are... They range from very new vehicles to very old, high-mileage vehicles. We've got some vans that have over 300,000 miles on them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I uh, traded in a car that had something like 270,000 miles on it. But that's uh, a spring chicken compared to what you're talking about. And all this just drives home the need for people to be aware of what you do and to try and get involved as much as you can. Now, what you do allows many of your clients to keep their dignity and stay in their own homes. And this is another aspect. Uh, uh, There's no telling how many lives you save just by what you do on a day-in, day-out basis. But that dignity is just so important, and Meals on Wheels is all about that. Yes, having that that conversation with somebody each day and knowing that someone's going to be there to bring them a meal, it it gives them something to get up for and something to live for. And here we go. How does it affect you, the taxpayer? It saves taxpayers millions because they don't have to go into nursing facilities, which in many cases, of course, are supported by taxpayer dollars. So if you're just out there um, headed to church, driving around this morning, listening, um, you may not even realize how Meals on Wheels affects you, even if you're not directly involved. Yes, the cost of one year of meals is less than one day in the hospital. Hmm. That kind of puts it into perspective right there, doesn't it? Now, the future has a growing number of aging population. We've been hearing this for a long time, and I'm uh, not maybe in the thick of that, but I'm a few years in, so I know what you're talking about. But with that continuing aging uh, growth of the aging population and a need for more, there's a need for more financial support, volunteers, and other assistance. The senior population is expected to double in the next 30 years, and I think I've heard that before, but uh, we're, we're getting further into that realm right now. Yes, we can see all the baby boomers are aging and they're starting to retire, and we need to plan ahead to be able to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something that we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, our old friend Gail Helms with Pets for People was on the show. And one of the things she mentioned and one of the things that kind of moved you up on my radar when we were scheduling in focus shows was the Meals for Pets program. That's a longtime partnership with you and Pets for People. Tell us how it works from your end of things. We have an amazing partnership with Meals, uh, Pets for People and Gail Helms. They bring us food once a month that's already packaged and tagged that their volunteers have put together and we deliver that meal 
that pet food to our clients who have been identified to have pets in their home. And that really helps them make sure that they will consume our Meals on Wheels food and not give it to their pets. Okay, and Gail's ears are burning somewhere. Maybe <laughs> she may even be tuned in this morning. Shout out to Gail if you are. Tiffany Damscove, our guest this morning from Meals on Wheels East Texas. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Um, as far as donations are concerned, this is an interesting piece. You can donate used cars, trucks, RVs, motorcycles, boats, and tractors to Meals on Wheels. And that may not be exactly what people are thinking. Tell us how that program works. It's a really strong fundraiser for you. It is. It was something we rolled out a couple of years ago, and it is. we, will, we work with a, a, another organization that helps pick up cars any kind of cars they don't have to be running as long as they we can put them on a trailer we will take them and they take them to auction and whatever they make at auction they provide us with 70 percent of that um, that they've collected and it comes straight back to the organization and it's a, a really good program because we don't have to ever touch those vehicles and we um, reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. And here's the number to call. It's 844-411-5768. That's 844-411-5768. Or you can go to yet another website, mealsonwheels.careasy.org. Or you can go directly to the Meals on Wheels etx.org website and i guess for a lot of people that's easier you do have a link to that program on your yes we website? do okay very good um volunteering you're encouraging more families to volunteer together this summer and i've seen this i've done some volunteering uh we mentioned the food bank uh, i've done some volunteering over there and you'll go to the food bank for example and you'll see uh sometimes kids that are just in elementary school learning about volunteering for the first time and uh even though the food bank's a great agency we're not here to plug them today we're just here to plug the concept and just letting people know that i personally have seen how it works and it, to me it's inspiring and encouraging to see families working together getting kids involved at a young age yes we are really trying to encourage more young people to volunteer and the best way to do that is with their parents or their grandparents and with summer coming up it gives them something to do and we've even ordered some youth shirts for those volunteers those younger volunteers and it is a great opportunity to teach the younger generation about giving back and getting them involved at a younger age all right and you're always needing more volunteers especially now with that rising cost of fuel you have people that volunteer four days a week and that certainly adds up let's talk a little bit more about volunteering for a moment if you want to get started as a volunteer is there any particular uh, road that you need to take do you need to start with a phone call just go to the website is there some particular person maybe a volunteer coordinator that people want to try and reach well donna addison is our local volunteer coordinator but the best place to find out about volunteering is going to our website and we have a fillable online application and once they fill that out and submit it we will contact them and we have a, a background check that we conduct just because they're working with um, an older population we make sure they're safe people but it, it's a really easy process and once they come in and we will do a brief training with them and often they will ride along with another volunteer mm -hmm. who's been doing this for a long time 
All righty. We talked mostly today about the senior population, but the disabled population gets served as well. Uh, is there any kind of a breakdown uh, as far as percentages? How many of your clients are seniors? How many are disabled? It might help paint a clearer picture for people who maybe want to volunteer. Most of our population or our, our clients are over 60, but we do have some that are disabled and sometimes our clients are on a temporary service, say they're in rehab or um, have just had surgery and they just need some services temporarily because they can't drive. Okay, that's interesting to know. Now, how does anyone qualify? Seniors, disabled people, potential clients, what steps do they need to take to find out if they qualify and then just move forward and get set up with Meals on Wheels? If they will call our office, we will do a short assessment to see if they're qualified. And most of the time it's 60 years or older and limited access to food or transportation, or maybe they live alone and don't have anybody else that can cook for them, um, or the, the disabled factor. All righty. So just make that phone call. It's 903-593-7385. That internet address is www.mealsonwheelsetx.org. You have several social media, and I think it's worth mentioning again that you have that blog, and you can also sign up for the monthly newsletter. Uh, address is 3001 Robertson Road in Tyler. If you know where the food bank is and Rudy's Barbecue and the TJC West Campus, uh, it's really a short walk from there, just in case you're wondering geographically. Uh, where Meals on Wheels is located. And you've actually been there for some time now. And years ago, you were in the Senior Center on um, Garden Valley Road, and then you moved into this really, really nice facility. And I know that that really has improved things a lot and just been a win-win situation for everybody concerned over the last few years you've been there. Yes, it has. And we are actually, we still have a congregate site on Garden Valley. Do you? And we have seniors that gather there four or five days a week. Okay, that's worth knowing. Tiffany Damscove, Executive Director of Meals on Wheels East Texas, based in Tyler, serving six counties. Our guest this morning on In Focus, I'm John Sims. And, well, how about this? Uh, we've covered a lot of ground, but we still have uh, close to 10 minutes left in the show, and there's a lot that we can talk about. And, Tiffany, where I'd like to go right now is um, let's say that you've signed on and you're a volunteer now. Uh, what are we looking at? What is if you've maybe devoted uh, just maybe one day to volunteering with Meals on Wheels, what is your day going to look like? Well, they will stop into one of our sites. And for instance, if they're in Tyler, they'll arrive at our location around 11 o'clock, depending on their personal schedule, as long as they're there before noon. And they will pick up their meals and their route may consist of 10 to 15 stops. And um, they can package their meals however they see we have volunteers that put together their milk and their hot meal and um, in various ways but they will put those together and they'll hop in their car we give them a fancy magnet for the back of their vehicle that says that they're delivering meals and they'll head off to their stops and once they get to the client's home and we've provided them with a route sheet that tells them exactly where to go with special instructions they'll knock on the door and say Meals on Wheels, and um, usually those clients are very happy to see the volunteer arrive with their food. Okay, about how many hours a day are these volunteers normally putting in? Usually just about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on the size of their route, and some of our volunteers choose to deliver two or three routes. Okay. 
So it might be anywhere from uh, one route to two or three routes, and that's really up to them, I guess. Yes, uh, it is. You have to work with the volunteers and work around their schedules, so you're not giving out orders and saying you must cover this much ground in a given day. No, we value our volunteers, so we will work with their schedules. And like I said before, once a week, once a month, they can volunteer four days a week or every other month, whatever their schedule will allow. And um, all this time, they're building relationships with these clients. And they might see one client a day, maybe even one client a month, maybe as many as several clients in a single day, I guess, depending on what their schedules are like. But they build relationships. They build friendships with these clients, at least as I understand it. They do. They establish wonderful relationships with them, and they treat them like their own family members, which is exactly what we need them to do. And we have volunteers that have been doing this for over 40 years, so mm. you can imagine the relationships that have been, been built over the years. Yeah, actually, it's kind of hard to imagine. 40 years, and you've yes. been in existence for 49 years, yes. so these, these are folks that have been around from very very early in the game and uh, these folks they must love what they do they do and there's a real com camaraderie every morning when the volunteers gather some of them show up a little bit early and just congregate as as friends because they've been doing this so long mm -hmm. tiffany damskov executive director of meals on wheels east texas our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims and uh okay let's go back um do a little bit of history here you started in 1973 as i believe we've already mentioned the governor smith county this is from the website by the way the governor smith county committee on aging conducted a study to determine how the community could best care for senior citizens and that's where um the national meals on wheels organization came in of course they enlisted the assistance of the ministerial alliance did a study and next thing you know meals on wheels east texas is up and going uh, you selected 30 recipients from the original 45 screened applicants, and uh, things have just really kind of gone on from there. The reason, though, that we mentioned that the year 1973, you have a 50th anniversary coming up. And I know in the past you've done different types of awareness events, different types of fundraisers, things like that. But next year, it looks like you're going to have a big one coming up. It's still in the planning stages, but what are we looking at as far as that goes right now at this point? Like you said, we're in the beginning stages, but we plan to have a big 50th anniversary celebration next October, right around our anniversary date. Okay, and that is October 15th, 1973. I remember where I was back then, <laughs> uh, which I, uh, is kind of a feather in my cap. A lot of people can't remember. I, sometimes I can't even remember where I was five minutes ago, but I do remember what I was doing in October 1973. And, uh, you know, back then, Tyler, Texas wasn't even on my radar, but that's another story altogether. But that's interesting, something I know you're looking forward to. And I know that these types of fundraisers can just uh, really make a big, big difference, especially with everything that uh, we've been dealing with, you know, really um, uh, since 49 years ago and especially with you know things like covid and inflation and things like that coming into the picture let's talk about covid for a minute where are you with that right now what kinds of challenges has it presented for meals on wheels and um how have you dealt with that and uh how are you dealing with it even as the pandemic continues albeit in uh, a, a much more downgraded fashion 
Well, luckily, we've never had to stop serving meals, and our volunteers have been very good about working with the clients and respecting their wishes. We don't do a whole lot of going into the homes anymore, but we will make sure that we lay eyes on the clients every day, and it may just be a matter of hanging the meal on their door and making sure they come to the door to pick it up. Mm -hmm. That's important to note because uh, you can't serve meals virtually. No. You can go, you can do a Zoom meeting, but you can't transfer food over a computer. So, and I don't mean to be, uh, uh, to make light of this, but it's very important. Uh, you know, your agency has those kinds of issues to deal with on a day-in, day-out basis. And it's encouraging to know that you have been able to continue operations in spite of all of that. Um, I know we mentioned a few minutes ago that you're making plans to possibly open uh, a unit in Harrison County, expand your client base and of course your volunteer but your overall service base what else any kind of strategic planning in the works right now as you look maybe what's going to be happening over the next year five years ten years as the population of east texas continues to grow as well well one of our main focuses is to get the word out because there are so many more seniors in our east texas coverage area that need our assistance one in four are living alone and so many of them are living in poverty and we just need to make sure that they know that we're here and available to serve them all righty so no, nothing uh, really cast in stone right now but i guess really is when we talk about strategic planning or looking down the road i guess it's really something you're doing every single day of the week in one form or fashion or another Okay, uh, just to kind of um, go over a few things as we head towards the end of the show, summarizing, uh, and again, this is from the website, uh, as we visit with Tiffany Damsko from Meals on Wheels East Texas, your goals are to supply homebound seniors and disabled citizens nutritious meals to abate the loneliness and isolation of elderly and disabled persons by providing daily contact with members of their communities and to promote the health, safety, and welfare of all elderly and disabled persons in East Texas. And I think just those those three bullet points on your website sum it up very nicely. Also committed to maintaining an inclusive workplace that promotes and values diversity and uh, everybody is welcome, whether they're a client, a volunteer, staff member, whoever is going to be connected with Meals on Wheels. Everybody, if they're willing to, uh, if they qualify for the meals and if they're willing to get, uh, you know, roll up their sleeves and do that hard work, they're welcome to be a part of Meals on Wheels is what I'm getting out of this. Yes, they are. Okay. Well, well that's about it for this show today. But um, uh, hopefully a lot of people have listened and heard and made some notes. Tiffany Damscove, Executive Director of Meals on Wheels East Texas, a pleasure to welcome you back in and have us as our guest this morning on In Focus. Thank you for having me, John. You bet. Tiffany Damscove, Meals on Wheels East Texas, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. As always, thank you for joining us. And as always, we will see you again next week on In Focus. <laughs>